Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today we are excited to feature Alexander Quesada. Very happy to have you here. Thank you. It's really good to be here. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I started filmmaking back in 2020 during the beginning of the pandemic. I just got super interested in like creating films and stuff. At first, it started as a hobby just to bypass the time. But soon, like, became a passion. And now, as, as a current filmmaker for over three years now, I'm just, like, really invested in the idea of making stories and bringing an audience together because I enjoy seeing people laugh and, like, get scared because I like thrillers. I like making movies and all that. So I just get so invested in making stories and just, in a way, showing the audience my creativity in the best way possible, which is just going to a movie theater and just watching the movie on a big screen. All right. What kind of what kind of movies do you like? What Oof. what are these influences? I uh, that's a good one, but um, I would definitely say like that hesitation thrillers specifically like movies that really make you think. Like for example, uh, Jordan Peele's movies like Get Out, Us, or Nope. Like those movies like really make you really make your mind boggle. Like there's more than meets the eye. So that's like kind of my inspiration that got me invested in making psychological thrillers. So that's what I've been trying to um, make in my own way. Right, I like that. Thank you. He's a good, he's a good influence to have. Yeah. Um, so you said you started at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, did you ever, um, did you try it before in school? Did you ever try to do anything like that before? Uh, did you study yeah. in school? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have done it once or twice and I wasn't really like, I was more like mostly an actor at the time. So I wasn't really like, did, really haven't died deep into filmmaking yet. But after the pandemic, once we started returning back to school, um, I had to direct my first short film with the entire cast. And I was extremely nervous because I was like, oh, I'm not sure if directing is my thing. I'm not sure everyone's going to follow my lead or my vision. But they actually pulled through and I got to create it and I was like wow this is actually really fun like even though it was really challenging I like the idea of getting to create something and have a team that's helping me create that idea so that soon led to my first short film which was He's Here which got uh, nominated for an award as well and then soon came Goodnight then Followed and then 8 o'clock and then soon it just kept going and going and oh, wow. now, I'm, now I'm on current project with 16 right now so I'm still wow. going Thank you. And how old are you? I am 18. I'm going to be 19 in August. Wow. So you were in high school when the pandemic started. Yeah. I, I had, it hit me. It hit the, the pandemic started when I was in mid of my junior year. Junior year? Mm-hmm. I think that was because I am now going to be starting my second year in, in college. Oh, so you graduated early. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do the math. Like, what do you yeah, mean? <laughs> I, yeah, as a person who struggles with math, I I'm struggling too. I'm just like, yeah, math is just not for me. <laughs> okay, so you you know what you what you want to do, and you're working on it. Are you going to school mm -hmm. for like yeah, in I'm, university for yeah. that? Yeah, I'm going to first city uh, to get a major, a theater arts major, and then I'm gonna try transitioning to a school in Los Angeles. But in the meantime, I'm trying to find gigs around here and find people like who are also invested in filmmaking and just join them to get more training and everything. What you know, school do you go to now? 
Uh, I go to Fresno City College. What was that? Fresno City College. Oh yeah, sorry, but that's in yeah. that's in California. Yeah. All right, so you're not too far from LA. I'm in LA right now. Ah, yeah, I'm trying to trying to live there <laughs> possibly someday because I know that's where like the big leagues live. <laughs> but yeah, you're close. You're right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Before you know it. Um. So tell us about your film. This film. What's it called? What's it about? So followed. So followed was actually an idea. I really I came up really quickly. It was inspired by the Scream movies uh, by right. Wes Craven. So I was just like, ooh, I want to make something similar to that style. Not exactly like the same formality, but the same feeling of having like someone chasing you and you don't know who it is. So I was just like, okay. Um, Let's just make that because I, I was just trying to I was working on a current project at the other time. So what followed, it was kind of a story about two kids who are being well stalked by a stalker and just trying to escape from his grasp. So with the idea of that one, it was kind of struggling because I was just like, OK, um, let's try having this character go this way and then this one do that because that was my first time tackling something like a thriller. So, that, so I was just like, oh man, how am I going to do this? How, I don't want to make it look kind of cliche. I want to try to do something different here. So it was a little challenging, especially because it was nighttime because I didn't have the right lighting equipment with me. So <laughs> I had to really focus on getting the right lighting, making sure the actors, like fear expression doesn't look too fake or too realistic. It makes sure it, it looks pretty good. And like, I'm just like, oh, I'm doing, I was like battling all these, these different battles. But like, we eventually we pulled through and it was just like, okay, okay, we did good, but like- you did real good, was, you're right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just crazy because like, I was working on another project that I had a passion for for, for almost two months. And when that film came out, it did fairly well, but this one did extremely well. I was like, I barely put like two and a half hours into this one, but the other <laughs> one I put two months in and like- Sometimes was, it happens that way. Yeah, it's just it's kind of sad because the whole YouTube, algorithm is very messed up so i'm just like it's a battle other story (laughs) i know it's hard because like i got i'm trying to like really work on bigger projects but i can't do that if you know there's no one to really show because you know the whole youtube algorithm doesn't promote like much bigger projects they only care about like faster ones so i can't really put much time into like i mean you're on this festival i'm assuming Mm -hmm. it's on film freeway yeah, yeah, I do have for You know, you're gonna be on this podcast. I know that's crazy. Like, it's it's coming together. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. Actually, where yeah. can people find your film? Do you have like social media or anything? Uh, yes, I do. I have a uh, Facebook, Instagram. I have my own YouTube channel, which where I promote most of my short films. And my sh- and my YouTube channel is just my name, Alexander Casada. It's fairly, it's still small. I I close to eighty subscribers, but you know, I I'm proud of myself because you know. It's not easy trying to battle this whole YouTube thing with short films, but I'm I'm loving it because I'm getting to create what I guess I get to make what I love. So exactly, that's all that matters. And you know what? Those eighty, it's gonna be eight hundred. It's gonna be eight thousand. It's gonna be eight million. Mm-hmm. You gotta yeah. start at eighty. <laughs> yeah, you gotta start somewhere. Exactly. Um, let's see. Any advice you have for? other student filmmakers that are trying to get started? Um, I would say 
take your time, obviously, but do not rush into much bigger projects per se. Because like when I was when I first started, I really wanted to make you know next Hollywood bus like blockbuster movie like like the Mission Impossible's or like the new one by Christopher Nolan, big inspiration by the way, um, with his new film Oppenheimer. Like obviously those movies are like you know those those are like years of planning. So I would say like just make something super simple, like you know make a story about two people of fighting each other to get the last candy bar. There you go. Start there. <laughs> like start some start simple before you try doing something like that's going to cost money and time and everything because work with work with what you got. That's what I would say. And I'm still learning that myself. It's like times I I'll, I'll be like anticipated to try doing something bigger and I'm like, "Oh, hold up, hold up. Only got $5 in my wallet." <laughs> I got that there. That's so that's what I'll say. It's it's important to keep that in mind, you know, especially when, you know, you're a fan of these films and you want to be just like them, but you got to start somewhere. Mhm. It's it's easily to get, it's very easy to get hooked into like the um, into the world of filmmaking because like, you know, you want the latest camera, you want the latest lighting, you want the latest film tech, but I'm like learn how to use them before you start wasting your money on the new stuff because now you're just wasting money at that point learning yeah, how talent to does not care about your equipment no <laughs> they, <laughs> they do not <laughs> so it took me a while to like get the basics done and i'm still learning because like that's the thing as of that i learned as a not only as, as a director but also as a film crew member in general like you, those no matter how experienced you are you are you're always gonna learn something new very true. Um, <laughs> what are the plans for your next films? Are you already working on them? I or... <laughs> I do. I do have lots I knew, of ideas. I knew you'd say yes, but if you'd want to elaborate on that. Oh uh, yes. Um, I I do not want to give out too much because of spoiler, but I do have several ideas in store. Like one of them is with a woman dealing with a sudden situation where she is colorblind. So she's wanting to find love again, but she first must learn to love herself. So it's kind of like a battling within thyself type, type of story. Okay. I'm sure, you know, a lot of people can relate to that. Sounds mm -hmm. very interesting. Maybe not, you know, completely specifically. Yeah, not specifically, but the idea, <laughs> the like, yeah, the <laughs> idea that, you know, you, you must like, if you want to find love, you first must learn to love and accept yourself. Exactly. Very important message to have. Mm -hmm. I like to have all my short films have a, a hidden message or because I feel like each of my films or a or an idea or what happened to me in my personal life because I like to have a sort of vision of myself in each one of my films. So like with Goodnight, it's the idea of how social media is indeed very addictive to the point where it's really bad. Like mentally and physically, it can make you ill. And like how children nowadays, you know, like just like because I have a younger niece and to go visit her, she's, like, she's not even five years old. She always has her own phone. So I'm like, <laughs> wow. When I was five, I was playing with like you know, I was playing with uh, action figures and what, and going to the playground <laughs> and stuff. So it just like really makes your mind boggle. Like wow, technology is advancing and sometimes it's kind of scary. So it's very scary. <laughs> yeah. So I like to have so. That's just like an example of one. Of my, and another one of my short films is called Numb, which was like my most passionate project I ever had because it 
it was a very personal project to me and about like mistakes I've done in my life that I wish I can take back. But in a way, it's a message about like the only person you need to that should like you should give yourself and that you as a, you as a person will will make mistakes. But you had to learn to overcome them and in the way they make you a better person. Very important to keep in mind. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like to have personal messages to my films. That's very important. I think that'll keep, um, you know, it'll keep mm -hmm. everyone waiting for more. <laughs> yeah. That's what I try. That's the, that's the goal. That's what we're trying to get at. You know, connecting to your audience and, mm -hmm. and sharing sharing what you feel and what you think. Mm -hmm. Never a bad formula. Yeah, I think that's the best way to connect to your audience is just show a version of yourself. Right. I like that. Um, so any last words, any last thoughts, anything you'd like to share with the audience? Um, just that, you know, um, it, it was an honor to be on a, my first <laughs> podcast here. So I was extremely nervous because it's my first interview. Uh, so I was just like, okay, game face, be brave. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just, uh, thank you so much for letting me be on your platform. And I hope this is the beginning of something new. Right. Thank you for letting me be your first podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you, Alexander, for being on the Film Sessions podcast today. It was lovely meeting you. You as well. <laughs>